Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. Yo, yo, what's up, my Dirty fam? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals, the podcast that is all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. And y'all, it's true. There is a God that loves you so, so very much that time and time again, as you look through scripture, God over and over again, Jesus says this, God says this, I see you, I see you, I see you. We see this in, we're working through the Sermon on the Mount and Jesus time and time again says, for the God, the, your father sees, your father sees what is done. Your father sees you that today you may feel invisible. You may feel unseen. And I just want you to hear me say that you are seen. Um, Genesis, one of my favorite stories, uh, a lady named Hagar is running away. She is, feels betrayed and abandoned. And God meets her in the desert and she says, um, you are the God who sees and I have now seen the one who sees me. And I hope that today, that wherever you are and whatever you're going through, that that promise, that that is a God you experience, that it is a God who sees you, knows you and loves you exactly, exactly where you are. Um, and hey, I know um, many of you are brand new that maybe you're just getting introduced to this podcast. My name is Zach. Uh, as, as the intro said, I'm a mess. I am dirty. I am. I have made so many bad decisions, but I am just deeply, deeply in love with God and trying my absolute best to get to know Him more and more and to connect Him, His divineness to the my dirty, messy life. And if you're here, I hope that you're on that journey as well. And if you're not, I want to invite you on that journey because it is tough, but it is absolutely. Beautiful. And we have been working through the book of Matthew, and we find ourselves in Matthew chapter 6, the Sermon on the Mount, and Jesus is talking about prayer. Now, what it, prayer, in my opinion, is one of the most underutilized tools that we have as followers of Jesus. I mean, it is direct access to God. It is the fact that at any point, I mean, we, I mean literally, the podcast talks about being seen, known, and loved. Prayer is the epitome of that, that at any point we can engage in conversation with God and we can talk to the creator of all things. And so many of us, we get so uh, intimidated by prayer because we feel like we got to say the right thing. Some of you, you do this, you, you got to, you like, uh, you enter into like the King James language when you pray. All of a sudden you're saying these and thou's and brothers and sisters and um, y'all are just freaking weird. Um, you need to be normal. You need to understand that God wants your heart. He seeks your heart. Um, and however your words can, um, doesn't matter the words you say as long as it's a reflection of something that's real inside of you. That's what matters. And we've been talking about prayer because Jesus gives us this guide of how to pray. Um, I imagine the crowds looking at them and they are struggling with the same thing. How should you pray or how should I pray? How, what do I need to say? And then literally in verse nine of Matthew chapter six, Jesus says, this then is how you should pray. This is a God. This is what it looks like. And he gives us in the next, I believe it's five verses. Uh, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, five or six verses. He he lays out what a template of what prayer could look like for us. And it has been so good. And today we're going to be closing out that conversation uh, with the very last verse. And so I'm going to read it and then we're going to talk about it. So Matthew chapter six, starting at verse nine. 
This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And here we are. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Now, this is a very, very interesting way for Jesus to kind of um, close off the Lord's prayers. We just came out of forgiveness, and now we're specifically talking about God not leading us into temptation. Now, you may read this and you think, "Does would God lead us into temptation? Um, I think the answer to that is yes, to some extent. I mean, I think if you look back, we talked about this in Matthew, I believe it was in chapter 3. Once Jesus gets baptized, the very first thing it says is that the Spirit led him, led Jesus, Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness where he encountered Satan. And he was tempted. He was tempted in that time multiple times. And so I think the answer is, is will God lead us into temptation? I think it's absolutely unequivocally yes. Does God want us to fail in that temptation? Absolutely not. So the question is, is why, what is going on with this prayer? Why are we asking God not to lead us into temptation? Um, and then we're asking God to deliver us from the evil one. So I think it's important here, outside of the verses I just talked about in the beginning of Matthew after Jesus was baptized, I want to talk about the end of Jesus's life for a second. I want to jump to all the way to Matthew chapter 26, verse 39. And this is um, the, the night Jesus is arrested. So Jesus is really close to the end of his life. He's about to get arrested. He's about to be beaten mocked, I mean, beaten so bad, the Bible says he didn't even look like a human anymore. And then he is going to be brutally crucified through a slow death. Um, it's, it's, it's agony, it's misery. It is the encapsulation of every awful thing that you can imagine Jesus is about to go through. And as Jesus is praying, so he's praying, and just remember, we're talking about prayer here in Matthew chapter 6. Jesus is praying to God, and he says this. He says, if it be possible... Let this cup pass away from me. And so Jesus takes a moment and he literally prays this. God, lead me not into this. Deliver me from this. And then Jesus responds after this in that same prayer, Matthew 26. I believe this is verse 40. He says, um, but basically, but let your will be done. Um, God, I, I don't want to do this, but if I have to go through this, um, let it be. And here's here's the important thing is I think it's safe for us to always say that we don't we we're, we don't want to fall into temptation. We don't want to encounter Satan. We don't want to find ourselves in this in a kind of uh, place where we can make these grand mistakes that affect our lives and the lives of other people. And what Jesus is saying here is, hey, we're simply praying to ask God to remove it if possible. That Jesus says, hey, that there may be d- the temptations and stuff that you don't want to go through. And Jesus says, it is safe to ask God to not go through them. Sometimes I think it's hilarious that, uh, like, it's like, uh, there's this, like, Christian culture that, um, like, there's, like, a suffering theology that if you're not suffering and going through temptation and misery, then you're not very godly. And it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense here, considering Jesus asked for it to pass from him. Uh, and he literally, in this guide, guide uh, this prayer guide, he s- encourages us to pray that we not go through it. And so, listen, if you're listening to this, and maybe you grew up in these old churches, or your pastor or your church has been, you've grew up in a culture that's been like, you need to be miserable and you can't be happy, that's stupid. Cut that crap out. Ask God to bless you. 
Ask God to do something great in your life. Ask God to remove the awful things that you're dealing with, the temptations or the addictions or the the toxic people that you're dealing with. Ask God to do that. And here's the thing is if he doesn't, that's fine. But by asking him, it gives God permission to remove it and to say, you know what? You don't have to keep going through this. And I love this because I, I believe it just shows how much God cares about us, that that Jesus says, hey, ask, ask God to not take you there, to not bring you through that. Now, here's the thing I also want to say in this is that there are times where you're going to pray this and you're going to continue to go through it. I believe that anytime God leads us into, into temptations, that he's leading us into places of growth and discipline and strength. That he's looking to bring out more in us, that there is there is a level of growth that we can only experience through pain. I mean, I'm a personal trainer, and so what I know to be true about the body is that you have to put your body under a level of discomfort for it to grow. And the same true is spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, and socially, is that you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to grow. And can those uncomfortable situations go wrong? Absolutely. That's what makes it temptation. It makes it into something bad. In the same way someone could live too much, find themselves in a bad situation and get hurt, you could put yourself, you could find yourself in a position that could grow you. And because you handled it wrong, it could hurt you greatly. And so I think it's important to remember that anytime God says no to something passing away from you, what it means is that there's an opportunity of growth in front of you that you need to pay attention to. That there's something inside of you that God is trying to bring out or God is trying to develop or God is trying to bring attention to. And we need to make sure that we are doing that. And so as we pray, listen, pray, say, God, you know, take, take, take this away. I don't want to deal with it anymore. God, remove it. And you, you have permission in this verse to ask for that. But we also go in with the mindset of Jesus of knowing, Hey, if, if it possible, let this cup pass away from me. But Lord, let your will be done. God, I trust you. God, if it if if I have to go through this freaking hell, then I'll do it. But just God, let me come out of it better than I was. Help me not to fall into a really stupid decision. Help me overcome. And as we engage with God in this, it really becomes a beautiful relationship of trust and saying, God, I trust you hearing me say that I don't want to do this. But God, I also trust that if I'm going to go through it, that you're going to be with me every step of the way. That's absolutely Beautiful. And I want to ask you, what is the thing going on in your season that maybe God is trying to grow inside of you or bring attention to or bring out of you? What is it? What is it? Do you need to take time today and ask God to remove it? Or do you need to ask God to give you the strength to get through it? Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for today. Lord, um, there is a billion freaking things I could pray that I just don't want to deal with anymore. And Lord, if you could take them away, please do. But Lord, if it's going to cost me development and growth, I ask that you just help me get through it. And Lord, I I hate praying that because it scares the crap out of me. And Lord, I know that people listening to this, they feel the same way. Um, but Lord, at the end of the day, I trust you. I know that you see me, that you know me, that you love me, that you care about me. And so Lord, we lean into that fully. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly... 
I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.